Today on Midwest Coast Center's Dark Matter Podcast, we are podcasting from Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri. Welcome to Midwest Coast Center's Dark Matter Podcast. I'm John, Bobby, Tyler, Dustin, Melissa, Chris, the entire crew here today from Midwest Coast Center's. We're podcasting as we do every week from the uh, Pythian Castle in Springfield, Missouri. We don't really have a theme or a direction to, to go in this week. We're coming off of the Buffalo investigation, which spanned three podcasts. Uh, I guess we really hit the conclusions of that last week pretty well. We don't really have a lot left to go over there. It was fun. Uh, she's invited us to come back anytime we want. Well, we are at Pythian Castle. Things might happen like they usually do. So we'll be uh, kind of listening for that kind of stuff to pop up as we go here. But yeah, thanks to Lacey and those guys in Buffalo for having us out there. It was a lot of fun. And we'll come back if, uh, if we need to if things start to happen if more things start happening there we do have things coming up i got to be really careful here because we do have a business coming up that wants us to come they don't want their uh, business known for a reason which is fine if they want uh, anonymity we can we can give that it's not like anybody's in danger they just want to see what's happening there so we got to be really careful not to uh, give away you know what type of business it is or the business name for sure but we're going to be doing that coming up we were kind of throwing around some dates here earlier. It is going to be in August sometime. It's here in Springfield. We're going to be uh, getting that one done soon. Then we got another house that we're going to do that we've already committed ourselves to in Fair Grove, which is just up, you know, up 65 from here in Springfield, Missouri, a bit, not very far. It's had a lot of activity. It's one of those situations where they've had activity, kind of like we did, dealt with, with Willard, where they every time they move, the activity continues. So it'll be a good test to see, you know, kind of what's happening there. They were hoping, so they have a history of the activity themselves. Apparently for the, her whole life, uh, okay. every house she's lived in. So kind of like, kind of like they did. When I, I guess, I guess that was more. I'm confusing the two Willards, aren't I? Uh, because they moved from the the Barbara moved from Chicago to right. Willard. Yeah, and, and they it, they had it. Barbara had it had activity. Uh, w- before they moved, because they had a deal where it was like um, a dude standing in the road. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, and so that was them. But then also the other Willard house we did, they moved from Willard to Springfield, and they had activity too. Right, but they hadn't had it prior to Willard. No, it started there. Uh, the difference is in this one, it's apparently been happening since childhood, and in multiple homes. They hoped uh, moving into this house for whatever reason, that it wouldn't continue, but it did. So that's the house that we're going to be doing coming up soon. That's kind of a, a look at what we have coming up. You know, um, I think that uh, that we have talked, to, we've talked about this before, but it's always been the, the big rumor that, you know, there's haunted houses and you move into a place that's haunted. We've had more experience the other way around. You mean that, following people? people? People are being followed more. Yeah, unless you're talking about a place like Waverly Hills or here, you know, at Pythian Castle or something like that. There's uh, there's some different theories on this. And one of the uh, the, the guys at some point down the road we're going to have on the podcast, he has a book uh, that's out. He's, he's done a lot of things. He's been on different paranormal shows for his uh, activities and stuff like that. His theory is that you used to see a lot more haunted houses than you will see today. Because people were more tied to a location. Yeah. They would um, move in at age 16. You move into a house. You know, grandma and grandpa got married really, really young. And then they lived in that house until they're 80 years old and pass away. And we're talking about Ed Becker. We can say his name. Yes. Uh, he's someone that I, I've, I've become acquainted with. We've just in, in the in the just I've become acquainted with him recently. In his paranormal travels. <laughs> yeah. 
so we were, you know, I've, I've kind of ran into Ed and talked and, you know, he signed books for all of us. But uh, yeah, he has a, uh, he's been a paranormal witness. He's got, you know, several, he actually has like nine or 10 books out, but he has a, a story, you know, that happened to him several years ago. I'd, I'd almost prefer instead of me telling the story because he's agreed right, to come right. on the podcast. That, that's why I'm not wanting to yeah. talk about his story. I'm talking um, about his concept. Yeah. His concept that houses are, um, people were more invested, I guess, is the best way to, to, to put it because they have one residence. If you look at, at a young couple today, they're probably going to, move, you know, maybe a dozen times, you know, they're not as as vested in in that area and so they're not as tied to the house yeah so his theory was you you build a house your family lives in it till everybody's dead yes and then probably the next generation and then the kids live there yes yeah so you have like a family house and that was the way it used to be in in some ways so there could be something to that i have i mean when we kick around theories like that hell i have no real input because i don't know it's kind of like when we talk about does does paranormal activity happen more at night than daytime i mean maybe hell i don't know but uh, I mean that that could be a viable theory, and you also mentioned like what was that? That was that. No, was that it that? was not. Was it a like a whispery yeah, sound? Yeah, it was. We can listen through that uh, and see if there's anything there. But you also mentioned occupational is the right. same because we've talked about that too. Why the hell would a, a janitor in a hospital can you know after he passes away? Why would people still be seeing him? Now the, the two answers are residual type you know stuff right. or or but his his other answer would be tied up with that as well where if you are somebody that your whole identity is wrapped into doing that let's say that you had been a fireman uh your whole life or a mechanic or a doctor at a hospital maybe you're a teacher you know and, and i think this is a lot more true years ago than it is today yeah the theory's valid i mean if you i mean you know years ago if you were trained to be a boot black at you know 13 you're you're a boot black till you dead yes i mean yeah. essentially but i mean now you know people switch careers all the time so there may I, there, there may be some validity to that i don't I, i've never really thought about it in, in those I mean, that, specific that's his terms. concept i know you're right though in our stuff we've seen more experience where people seem to be the attraction than the place and i can't say you know as i think through it now it's probably 50 50 so i don't know that there's really anything there yeah either. i guess that's true i, th I think um, maybe it's just our more memorable cases were the ones that were followed the ones that are that were more aggressive we're following people yes in, in our in our what was that that was none of us it wasn't us that was I loud what was we're that? sitting here watching <laughs> i don't know what that was <laughs> nobody on this side of the table what was that it sounded like the old man noise i'm looking at everybody's mouths it did. i was zoned out that was the old man i heard that I heard, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, did you hear that? Yes. What is yes. that? Was that on my mic or in my no. ear? No, no, that was that was a just like that. Yes. Yeah. What? I didn't hear it. You didn't, you hear, didn't it. hear it. I didn't hear it. Oh no! There it was again. There it was again. What is it? It's in my microphone. Hang on. No. Everybody, move your mic cords around a little. No, that's not well, what it was. We else. look cool, though. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I, I thought I just heard it again. Is so it I catching don't... somebody's mouth noises? Well, if somebody's breathing in their mouth like that, maybe. Gur gurgling? I, we can't necessarily say that was... Pythian Castle, if this is the very first podcast you've ever listened to with us, uh, is known for its paranormal activity. We podcast from the castle, and it's not uncommon to have things happen. Here. Yeah, we've had things pop up. Were you going to say something? Tamara's gone right now. Yeah, we're the only ones here, right? There's... We're the only ones here, and there was an overnight investigation last night, which might have stirred up 
some stuff. So there's perpetually just like a an old man attempting to stand yes. up from a recliner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's he's, what I heard too. He's just stuck in a, he's, stu- mean, he's stuck in the worst. It loop was a retirement ever, home. You know? <laughs> yeah. It was built as a retirement home. So it was did you hear something? Yes, I did. I said, yeah. Did you no. Know? I, I didn't breathe, hear anything. I just saw sound, you look at me. I didn't hear it sound again. I try to pull the mic away from my face when I'm not talking. Maybe I'm not successfully doing it all the time, but I was talking a minute ago when that happened. That's why I couldn't tell which ear I heard it in. I've got one ear in the headphones and one ear out. Yeah, I had my mic on the table, so it wasn't me. Uh, either way, we'll listen back through and see what we got there. I can't even remember what we were just now talking about until that happened. What happened about- over there? Or are you guys just being silly? No, it was just weird because I was looking at every. I was looking right here, right directly. <laughs> you were looking Chris. right at me. No, I could see John. I looked over at Dustin. His mic is way. What was that? Do you mean what we heard earlier? Yeah, I don't know what that was. I don't know. We'll have to listen hey, back through and see. Do you remember what that theory was about ghosts where they're like stuck in the loop? A ghost loop. Like, like, <laughs> like a TV like, show? No, no, no. Star no, Trek. No, I don't know anything about the TV show? I'm talking about like the, the idea of like the ghosts. Like you see the same thing over and over. Like the the, the guy, residual. Sure, yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't know much about this. Um, what would be like the worst loop to be caught in? Oh, my God. Getting up out of a recliner? <laughs> getting up out of a recliner would yeah. be pretty bad. For, like, for all of eternity. You're you, got some, like stuck. you got some 70-year-old dude who's constantly <laughs> getting... <laughs> just over and over. 15 minutes later. <laughs> that, that would suck. I can think of other scenarios, but that would be one of them. So we'll have to listen back through and see if we hear anything you know, there. I mean, you may hear some things as we go. There may be things you hear that we don't hear, too. Stubbing your toe in the middle of the night. It's like over and over and over and over. If it's on the Zoom here, uh, then it's not mic noise. Right, yeah. It's not yeah. plugged into this. Yeah, yeah, it's not wired in, so we'll we'll see. You got a you got an old man button over there, John. You keep hitting. <laughs> God, yeah. you got the hotkeys going. No, uh, I'm we're, just trying not to be I, the I've old lost, man. I've lost where we were. We were talking we were about. Um, hey. Yeah, I heard that too. It's just like it's like every time we try to have a podcast where we just have a discussion about things, it's like constantly trying to get attention in here. Because I heard that you everybody yes. just heard that, yes. right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't hear that. No. It doesn't want to be ignored now. Well, that may be that may be the case. I definitely heard something. It sounds like a lot the, of like a lot of whispering on the other on. side of those doors. Is what I thought I heard. That we'd kind of talked at one point about doing our podcast back here in this room that I didn't know existed. I think that would be cool to do back there and see if anything pops up back there. That's a big room back there. I don't mind to move. There's this door move like we right, can certainly do that. There's that door right behind me, and I, all this time for whatever reason, I thought that was a closet until we went out there and went through this way. I was like, damn, there's a giant room on the other yeah. side. It's where all the little girls used to stay. Yeah, and I knew that. I knew that that was the girls' you know, area, and I, I, I don't know why I was picturing a closet. We should do it next time. We really should. We should go right in there. Did I you? Can... Yeah, did you hear it? Yeah, that, I did. That, that sounds like a microphone. That one sounded like a mic. That one, cable. that one sounded like a mic. But... Keep your cable still. Would she be okay with us going back there? I don't know. Why not? Okay. I wouldn't know either. I mean, she seems pretty cool. With I us. think it'd be just fine. I mean, it's not like we're going to go up to the master bedroom or anything. <laughs> Um, are we? No. <laughs> That's um, where the sex ghost is at. <laughs> okay. The one that wants to mac on Chris. Yep. <laughs> um, we do have a He's sex ghost that follows now. Chris. That's it. I don't know why you said follows me. It, I mean, we're always, always all together. Why would it be? <laughs> no, it's you. I it's mean, you. it could be a, a lesbian sex ghost following, you know, Bobby or Melissa. Oh, no. Dude, no. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> That's every bit as viable as we, what you're Bobby, saying. Bobby and I weren't at um, 
the other house. Ashley? Ashley. It was me and John. We were a foot apart. We all know yeah, it was, that it was there you. are no lesbian ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> None. It doesn't happen like that. It doesn't happen that way. It's one of the ghost rules. Uh, anyway, I, I, like, I keep losing my train of thought completely. I should write, bring something to write with so I can keep track of what we're talking about. Every time something happens in here, I lose where we were and what we were talking about, and I've done it again. Oh, you were talking about residual, you know, residual stuff maybe being um, the old man sound we hear. A lot of the stuff we hear in here could be resi- residual, uh, and I know you were joking about the, about the loop, the ghost loop, getting up out of the recliner, but I mean, a lot of the stuff we catch in here could be residual. I'm not... I, I don't know. What subject were we on right before all that happened? Because I've lost it. I've completely we, lost it. We were it. talking about jobs and people. Oh, right. And, and you know, if, if you're, you know, if you were a teacher forever, if you're a janitor forever or I know if I'm a teacher whatever. for another 50 years, the last place I'm haunting. Well, you know, I, I, you <laughs> would a, think about that, but I could certainly see someone. And I think that where I would agree with, uh, with, with Mr. Becker on this, I think it's a lot more likely for people to maybe two generations ago to do this than it is today. I, I think that, you know, if you look at somebody like of my dad's generation, my dad was, uh, my dad was a veterinarian and I could completely see because that was his whole identity was wrapped up in that job that it wasn't just a, a job that he did. That's, that's what he did. I was actually thinking about him the other day. Remember that big 10 truck? Yes. Whatever happened? You never see those. No. It, you, you never see you the never step side. You never see Step side short bed truck. You don't ever see them. I mean, you see every other vehicle. What, what year was that thing? Probably 70 something? Probably a 77, 78. Uh, you never see those anymore, ever. No. Um, I would know one from a mile away. And I Talking was just. What those truck? Big Ten. It, it said Big Ten on the back. And I only remember that because that was his call sign on yeah. the. on the, on the the Yeah. It was a short. Would... What it was, it was a short bed, uh, short bed step side truck. And you just, you don't see them at all. But I could see someone like my dad. I'm not saying I've seen that my dad would be in this group, but I heard that. that. What was that? Oh my gosh, that was like. Did you hear that? No. It sounded like. It was. It was multiple. It's got to be on here. It's got to be on here. I was messing with her shirt and Mm -mm. touched the microphone. They were words. It didn't touch the microphone. That when that. I didn't hear anything. But dude. I don't know. If I if I were a ghost and I were stuck at work for eternity, that's hell. But yeah. but see, but that's but, that's my version of hell. Well, and it could be that too. I mean, you know, you don't. We don't know. Any, we there's been no research done into this. But I think that if you go back and you you listen to what uh, nobody else, okay. I heard it. Okay. If you go back and you listen to what uh, the guy that wrote this book's theory is, I think that there's something to be said for this. If you go back and you look at people of like my dad's yeah, generation, generation now would... today, absolutely not. There is no way that if you're going to find the people that are active teachers now are not going to be sitting here saying, I want to teach for eternity. That's not going to happen. But if you I, could I, see, that's the thing. I, I don't think there were ever people that really said that about oh. any job. I think that there are because I know this because I grew up with one whose right, identity like, was so wrapped up in like, being a veterinarian. Yeah, yeah, I got. I grew up with like the, that gener- the older generation is very you know dude, dedicated. If you, if to you their find jobs, that job, you are the minority. And it's not necessarily they liked it that much. That's just kind of it's the job just, you're indoctrinated it's, into. It's just what they did, and I think it's more likely then than it is now. Do I think that? Uh, that somebody now is going to say, you know what? I want to be a nurse forever. It's that not going to happen. Well, that could very well be. But you're going back. You're going back generations. See, like you're talking to a guy here that I, I'm not even fully convinced that these are dead things we're talking to right. that we're hearing. So, like, I don't know. It's hard for me to wrap my head around that whole thing. Uh, yeah, and, and that's the problem you get into is that there's there's no research done to any of this. 
I don't know you, how you would. Um, I don't think you can. Because anybody that's anybody that's credible that's going to make a run at that hill is going to lose all of their funding. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> at, and, yeah. and they're going to be fired, and then they're going to be they're going to be run out of academia. Yeah, if you, that. You, so you can't ever. That's Bobby drinking her iced coffee. Her iced coffee. Stirred. Sorry, guys, it's hot. <laughs> Enjoy. You, you can't do I'm that. Coming back you know? to life here. A couple of MIT professors go. You know, we really want to test this. Yeah, we want to run it by our I mean, supervisor. This is the whole theory of the movie Ghostbusters. You know, right? I mean, no, and, and it's right though. It's absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, starting a business. You know. That's what the Ghostbusters is about, starting a business. A bunch of guys starting a business together. Well, I mean, initially, they're a bunch of professors, and they lose their funding. Yeah, they lose their yeah. funding because they can't do that publicly. And right. And that's essentially what would happen now, too. And I don't even know how you would go about, you know, setting into the journey. We had of... a really good podcast at one point. It was at the radio station where we talked about that topic. About like the, topic like, the specific topic of the of how you could scientifically... Just like... like credibility and like science and academia and how you're, it goes you're completely never, down the toilet as soon right, as yeah. you even think about yeah, talking you, you're, about you're not going to, if you come in to, tomorrow and my brother is a uh, college professor, my brother uh, makes a great living going around writing grants and getting the government to give him money and stuff like that to be able to, to do this kind of stuff. He is the king not of that. Not this kind of stuff. No, not this but I mean, but like they'll study like the, the, the like, pattern like, of yeah, birds. Like and, legitimate and, like academic, like scientific they'll, studies. They'll do that sort of stuff. He's very, very good at it. He would get laughed completely yeah. off the face of the yep. map if he tried to get some and not funding just, for not this. Not just like ghosts, but any parent like UFOs, UFOs or uh, anything. Yeah. Like, Although I, you UFOs know, I would are say a that more serious. Now. I would not say that you're going to get laughed out of there anymore because when Congress is holding meetings on it and Congress is releasing press releases and the Pentagon is holding things saying, all right, something just ran off and left our fighter jets. Did I show jets. you guys? Did I send that to you guys? Uh, the, the the morning news thing? Yeah. Uh, that was crazy. Yeah, I watched that. Where It was a morning news, you know, wherever it they were. It was just a sky cam. It like was a sky every, cam. every yeah. local news has a sky and cam on a giant, tower. I mean, this giant disc floats by. You can see the clouds, yeah. like, form around it. Yeah, yes. Like, this like there's a, some sort of propulsion. This People doesn't are seem more like open. CGI or, like, fake. Well, no, it me. was on their sky cam. Yeah. They yeah. weren't... They weren't like I mean, it just happened behind her, it and was, then they replayed it. It was live. Yeah, so that that was a really good one. Yeah, we did see that. I don't think UFOs and ghost stuff are in the same no, classification anymore. I don't think anymore. so either. I think that they will still. I think that ghost. Here's the really weird thing. I think that paranormal fans and shows and everything else have made that more of a mainstream, and I think there's a bigger quote unquote fan base for paranormal it's now. It's just a bigger connection to reality because there's more people that have actually seen. Something in the sky they can't explain. I think people yeah. are taking UFOs more seriously than they are like absolutely ghost stuff. And absolutely, oh. I feel like there's more UFOs coming around now. Now, I feel like we, we're seeing them all the time. We could like talk about why is it that, and there's nothing that we're doing special. That's for damn sure. Are you talking about us? We yeah, but why, this why? Why do we seem to catch? EVPs relatively easily, and yet it depends like, on where you're at. It's still like I, not a con, like not a conversation people have more openly. We catch more than we show. Oh yeah, and also we though um, we catch more EVPs than we used to, and the reason why is because we're here. We're we, you're well, kind of fishing in the big fishing hole. Also here. because, and we've talked about this before. When we go on an investigation, we tend to catch some things more now than we did, you know, ten or however long ago, many years ago. Because now we don't just go anywhere, right? Like we did. That's 
that's true. Um, yeah. I mean, but there are some people that have told us before, "Oh, you're all like sensitive to this stuff." No, uh, no, no. I don't buy that at no. all. Like, I feel Which like what, what anything we've done, anybody else could have done. Did you hear that female? Yeah, yeah I, did. I did hear something there, and that was a female voice. That yeah, was. Yeah. Um, she's not back. I've kind of changed my process a little bit too. Before we go on investigations, I used to read at like all the uh, the prep stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I just read the claims. He's going. Co- oh, you okay? That's it. Because I don't really, I don't want to know the other stuff until we're done. Some people do. Uh, there are some groups out there where they have one or two group members who go in completely cold. They know nothing. Uh, they don't know the claims. They don't know anything. And they kind of use that as a control to see, you know, mm-hmm. what they catch. Because if you read everything about it, you're going to, like, have some, like, preconceived. Yeah, like, you can, for sure. Um, I have to read the claims, though, to see yeah, what's, yeah, what's what. Yeah, really do. I mean, it's not like we have as but much time as... I, I think the reason why, the, why we catch a lot more EVPs now than we did before is because Chris is doing a lot better vetting than he used to do. Well, and, and, and when people email us asking for help, we don't just flat out say, nope, sorry, doesn't sound exciting enough. We'll pass it off to someone else. I was just getting to the point where, like, you know, it's almost like almost at this point every time we go out or like every Sunday when we come up here, it's almost constant we're hearing things that shouldn't be there and how if we're doing that so easily doing nothing special yeah just sitting here just sitting here talking as far as we know then how is this not a bigger thing like how do people not talk about this? well i think part of it i think part of it is the fact that we're in tune to it when you come in and and do this you know if you are just in this room would you be as i don't want to i don't want to use the word sensitive to it but you've gotten to be a lot more trained to, to it, catch it, I it's guess, very much to like something. I still think it's very much like and if, if anyone knows, I've said this a million times remember those stupid posters back in the 90s where if you stare at it long enough you start to see the shape it's very much like that when you're listening for those type of sounds you have to listen behind the room ambience um, yeah, I get and that, anybody like, can do it yeah, it's not we're living in a world now where like everybody has a recorder well but, it's like going back to the UFO argument everybody has a cell phone why aren't there more pictures of legitimate UFOs like, right like if everybody has a recorder, why don't we have high quality EVPs everywhere? Well, and I don't—I never understand that argument of everybody has a camera. Why aren't we seeing more UFOs? We are. I mean, hell, how many more do you want to see? We yeah, see them all true. every day. The internet's flooded with them. And and you can come back in here and look at Pythian Castle is a great example. I mean, go back to the story that Tamara tells whenever she first moved in. You know, here and had no idea what that she'd bought like a big old haunted house. You know, she tells the story about hearing hello, and then somebody comes by later on and asks her if she's met the ghost yet. So I think what's changed big time is, and this has even changed in the last 10 years. 10 years ago, when we first started doing this, 15 years ago, when we first started doing this, the the people would roll their eyes and be like, oh, you're a what? A, a ghost hunter? Oh, and people would make fun of that. You're but now... Now it has gotten to be kind of a cool concept, and I think people are, are a lot more open to that idea. And, and now that they're more open to it, I think that, you know, in 10 years from now, you will see more of this. But the problem you also get into is it's also easier to fake this stuff I, now. I, w- I refuse to watch videos I see online of ghosts. I refuse to watch them. No, I don't watch any. <laughs> well, see, like, that's the problem, though, isn't it? Well, I refuse to— You just, to... like, touched on the problem there. Like, I, and I agree with you. I don't either. I don't watch any ghost videos online be, because they're all— Half of them are either— Okay, what are you talking about? That obvious thing right yeah, there? Yeah, I know. That, that like, obvious road sign? You know or... what people think of when they see our little spots come up? Yeah. 
They're like, well, I'm not listening to that bullshit. I, I know. And, and it comes I, back I, down I'm not to... I'm it's not hypocritical. No, I know. I, it, it comes I'm, back I'm down to you have that. to have fundamental belief in it. And that's what you, you, have, to, you have to believe. I mean, basically, you need to believe our stuff, but question anything else. See, and the problem that I run into is when... <laughs> I mean, really? But, I mean, basically, that's everybody's, you know... The problem that I run into is that I don't know how to... You can say it. There's a lot of people... There's a certain group of people that, like, you know, like, a, like, a, like a, that follow this kind of stuff. That they see something in everything? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they, yeah, there's they, a bunch of them. I feel like it, it goes out of the realm of like realistic. It does. Things. But we've, we've talked about that before too. There's people out there who, who get so entrenched into the paranormal stuff. They see they something see everywhere. But you know what though? I'm not so sure that, that they didn't have legitimate, some of those people didn't have legitimate activity. That's what I was going to say. Why did they get entrenched? They right. probably had... I mean, we've run into this before yes. with several people, not even just one person. One, um, one in particular comes well, to mind. Well, and I'm thinking, of, I, I know who you, you guys are thinking of a couple of people. The hamstring sevens is who, yes, that's who you're talking about. Too. Well, and, but what I think um, happens is you start off, you start Good off Lord. and you're getting legitimate paranormal activity. And think about that, that if your doors are slamming on your cabinets or whatever, and all this yeah. is really happening... It's going to then make you see things that aren't. Yeah, there. you live there for heaven's sake. Yes. So I mean, you, yeah, hell yeah, you're gonna. I mean, there's. I, I've freaked myself out, you know, running up the basement stairs when there's nothing done. I always run up the basement stairs um, too. Well, it, what me and Ty were referring to is an investigation that we did when John was sick. Dustin had like what you have, like some kind of stones in an organ or something. You had something. You were sick, too. <laughs> so me and Tyler went and did it by ourselves, and we went into this this small house, and this person was so convinced that everything, everything in that home was paranormal, and she had convinced herself she saw the number seven everywhere, and she wasn't, you know, uh, mentally, you know, she was a normal person, per se, but everywhere she looked, she would say, see that? There's a seven. You know, she's marking sevens on the wall, and me and Tyler are looking at each other like, what the hell is she talking about? Are you serious? And oh, yeah. She was talking about one time she she peeled the skin off of a piece of, like, Easter ham. <laughs> Seven. Keep going. I like where I like I like this. I like where this is going. <laughs> just wait, just she wait. peeled a piece of skin, uh, and it sounds like we make fun of people we do investi investigations for, and and we do. But <laughs> no, we don't. We don't. At least you're honest. We, we really don't, and not, we're not going to say the, the person's name. <laughs> we're not going to say the person's name. We're just kidding. We're not going to say the person's name, but just to highlight what we're talking about here, she had peeled the the skin off a piece of uh, of ham, and she had laid it on the counter. My first question is, why did you do that? Yeah, that's um, weird. But anyway, she said, I came back later. My second question, question is, why did you come back later and it's still there? But she said, I came back through later and this ham, this ham skin string <laughs> had been shaped into a seven. Okay, now, <laughs> hang on. It's a couple things. Uh, first, it's objectively hilarious that it's a ham. <laughs> I'm not making fun of anybody. That's just objectively yeah. funny. And second, like, I know you said that there's no history of mental. That sounds to me like it's now, listen, honest, honest to God. I didn't like even get to the part of... where me and Tyler were getting ready to wrap it up, and one of her claims was she hears singing in the attic, and then me and Tyler were standing there next to each other, and we recorded and heard something singing in a freaking attic. We recorded it. We got that EVP. It's on our website. So that goes back to what you were talking about. Like, there is, like, the origin of it, it roots itself in something. Right. That's like... what the point I was getting at, is she did have a legitimate paranormal claim that ended up snowballing into this, see, there's... I I mean, she even took us out into the garage, and she's showing us on a plain white wall. See that? It's seven. There's a seven there. There's a See, seven that sounds there. to me like some kind of like like schizophrenic or maybe like neurologic thing. It could like be. She's... I mean, like, like I've said, we didn't give her like a full workup, you know, psychologically. Well, and, and that, and that the, makes the situation even worse that there's actual legitimate paranormal activity. See, and the, the, the thing that to keep in mind, and this is the thing that 
that uh, is covered in this book we'll, we'll be talking about before long. Paranormal investigators go into a place, and whoever you are, you are going in and you're taking a snapshot of what's going on in a house at a given time. And I don't care if you're there for three hours. I don't care if you're there for 24 hours. It's only a snapshot compared to what the people that live there are getting. Right. If you go into a place that has four or five things that happen, imagine how many times what it's going to be like to live there. And that, we, what that's going to do to your have, psyche. I would be we, so paranoid. We've got to <laughs> silently judge people. We have to. Well, because, yeah, it's listen, part of the process. We, we walk, um, we've done a hoarder's house before. Yeah. A bad one. <laughs> and we'll walk in. One of the claims is, well, stuff gets moved around a lot. We're like, okay, well, come on, man. Yeah, it's like, piled up, you know, you got You got a banana. Feet. You got three-week-old banana peels on your bedside table. <laughs> of course, things are moving around. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about, too. That was probably, you know, one of the worst situations of hoarding that we've ever seen. So, yeah, whenever you walk into a house like that and you hear stuff fall over in the attic, well, hell yeah, stuff's falling over in the attic. There, Raccoons there, up there, dude. I mean, there's, yeah, there's yeah, a stack of books. That's, like a Discovery Channel nature fight up there. Yeah, so, yeah. But I was just looking through this investigation. We call it hamstring because of that, that story I just told. That's how we identify it. It's like, you remember the one with the, kind of like we talk about rancid macaroni. You know, the macaroni pan house. When macaroni you said pan. hamstring, I was thinking like... Not, not the muscle. The muscle. No, 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 no. No, no it's actually oh. the string. String of ham. Of <laughs> ham. All right, I'm um, good. And I was kind of looking through this investigation here, and she, you know, there are handprints. Remember the handprints? Case. We took pictures yeah, of them. Yeah. They're yeah. here. There were handprints on the ceiling that she would paint over, and they would come back. Are there reasons that that would happen? Yeah, there's normal reasons that could happen. Sure. Many. I've had many spots on the wall that I can't seem to paint over. But that was one of the things that we did, you know, throw in here. And there was, uh, I mean, we got several. Oh, and remember she said stuff leaks out of the out of the walls. And we have a picture of that, too. Remember, do you remember? I've got the picture here. But anyway, I don't want to get too stuck on this one every investigation. But she said what she believed was like ectoplasm, whatever. I may have put that word in her mouth. But she said, you know, fluid leaks out of the walls. And she did have fluid leak out of the walls. But I touched it. It felt like sap. What? Yeah, it felt like tree sap. What? Um, what would that have been? What tree sap? <laughs> tree sap? Actual tree sap? Is Out of a stud? Does that happen? I don't know. Didn't, I after don't... years, it, it, that should have... There's a picture of it right there. I think the wood's tree. I mean, it, it right? could also just be like humidity, like being formed. This kind of like... stuff was all over the walls. That looks like nicotine dripping down the walls. Dude, it was hard as wax. Well, that's what I mean. If it's just like if the... If, like if it's nicotine? Catching, if it's catching a lot of humidity... I've lived and... in a house where nicotine dripped down the walls. Okay, Why so does nicotine do that? Smoking. It sticks. If, did she smoke on. in the house? No, I don't, remember. I don't think what? so. It didn't smell like a smoker's house. If you she smoke in a room for like 20 years and it sticks to the walls and then you get a lot of humidity on the walls, it'll like... Oh, yeah, it'll, it'll drip. It's visible. Yeah, so, so, I mean, is it the nicotine or is it the uh, smoke? It's like it's so a combo it's of all the, the byproducts the of smoke. The grossness of the smoke sticks the, to your walls. It's the tar. It's not necessarily just nicotine. To your curtains. Well... Uh, I'd never heard of that. Well, I didn't it, even it know that. It turns the whole interior of your house black. I knew yeah. that. I didn't know it would leak. Brown. No, it leaks. Um, well, I mean, if there's condensation it, on the walls, it'll, it'll yeah. Well, uh, and like I said, we didn't show this picture of this whatever leaking to say that it was uh, paranormal. We just showed it to because one of her claims was stuff's leaking, and she brought us over there. She's like, look, right here, there's some leaking right here. She claimed it would just leak from various places in every different room. Like I said, we don't want to get too weighed down on that investigation, but we did. 
we did legitimately catch an amazing EVP there of a woman singing like five notes in the attic that we heard with our ears and caught with a recorder. That was really all we got, but that's enough. You know, that was, there, there was nobody up there. That, that attic was boarded shut. There was no access to it. Um, there couldn't have been a, you know, a squatter living up there because there's no way to get in it. And it's always those that really stand out too, you know? So, but, I mean, yeah. And the only reason I brought that up is the point being, because we were talking about, you know, these people who get, you know, over, they get into it too deep. The reason they get into it so deep many times is because they have had a legitimate claim, and now they're seeing it. Every hell, I might do that too. I don't know. Well, and I think that um, anybody thinks we're making fun of it. I um, I think that uh, you know everybody does to to a degree. Everybody does some of that when we're going over audio we caught here. I will send it around to everybody, and you know, Ty may say, "No, I think that's uh, that's just mouth noise," or "No, that's a, a mic uh, that has caused this," and, and so on and so forth, like that. I think it's very easy to to get pulled into that. Yeah, and from what we've from what we've uh, noticed over the years is people who do have activity of some kind, then they start watching all the paranormal shows. Yes, um, they become start, fans. Yeah, they start you know watching you know the Insidious and the, scary movies, all yeah. the movies, yeah, and all that stuff, and it just gets planted in your head. It's not necessarily you know their fault. Um, that's just kind of the byproduct of what happens once you've had. And and I think that it's a deal where the people aren't crazy. Just a matter that. It really will affect your your psychology. You know, if you if you never never get out of that, you know, and and at all hours, and plus think about the amount of sleep you're not going to get oh, too, sure. and everything can imagine, else. Can you imagine closing on a house and like being super excited and like moving in? And the first thing your neighbor says is, "Did you meet the ghost yet?" That would suck. <laughs> yes. Unless you're Chris, unless you're Chris, and then that's a huge find. No, I like I going home and there not being ghosts at my house. Well, we got to take the claim seriously too, though, and. But when someone it's is telling us things, and then they're like, "Oh, and I ring these little bells, and then a demon portal." Opens, like, <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, yeah. back up, slow down. I mean, we've done those investigations where all the mirrors are covered, you know, or whatever. But again, like all that stuff might be rooted in something real, and it, it so. probably is. Uh, I mean, I mean, I mean it's probably rooted in an actual experience that they've had, and then you know, you get to watch in some of these shows. Uh, I mean, I blame a lot of this on these shows that I watch constantly because. Many of them are absurd. Um, See, the ones that I do watch when I do watch them, I watch them for the absurdity. Like, it's almost a parody of what we that's do. That's what you got to have to be on TV, I guess. It feels like a, like a parody well, of, of what now we're doing. Well, the, now, the, the, you know, Ghost Hunters with taps is, is not that way. Well, there are some that are more legitimate than others, for sure. But there are some that definitely feel like a, ske- like a sketch. But it's funny. If do. you look at the reviews for Ghost Hunters over the years, now a lot of people are saying it's boring. A lot of people are saying, you know, not enough happens. But that that's, just shows... Real that yeah, their them. show mirrors reality. Yeah, we've talked about this before. Um, if, we, if we did a real show, like if somebody did a real show, like you'd have to edit the shit out of it. Yeah, you have to because no one's going to. It's not as exciting the, as people the, think it is. Well, yeah, yeah, but we could show like the process. You know, nobody would watch the process. They want to see like the. the they want to see the ghost. Yeah. Well, we got bad news. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah. probably not gonna. I mean, our stuff that we present on here is cumulative. You know, we we show right. you know what happens over you know like we've said this before. It's like fishing. It's like the fishing shows. Like you you see them reel in the 15 foot giant monster right. fish. You don't see the 30 times he got hung and stuck and <laughs> right. the miserable day they had around it. You see the success. Yep. So yeah, and we did have a lot. You know, in the beginning where we would go to places and it was just you know remember the one me and you did. By ourselves, because, you know, scheduling-wise, for whatever reason, it was just you and I. Yeah. Remember when we yeah. remember we were going, it was in Bolivar, wasn't it? I just remember at one point, we looked down at the, uh, the, the map on your phone. It's like, wait a minute, where are we? And we'd gone like 45 minutes too far. 
Yeah, Remember? that's right. Yeah, we went about... <laughs> we o- were o- like halfway to Kansas City. O- almost an hour off the way. <laughs> it's like, wait, where, are we going to Bolivar? Where the hell are we? And we had to turn around and go all the way back. Anyway. Somebody was just laughing. I heard, wasn't one I of heard us. someone laughing just now. It was Somebody not me. was laughing and it wasn't one it of was us. It was a girl. I was it you? Anything. No, she hasn't. No. That, and it sounded, it? it sounded very... It wasn't me. When, very when I was when I was setting up uh, the stuff in here today, uh, I was I was the only else? one here. Oh, and even so, like it sounded like it was a girl laughing. Yeah. Is what it was. I came There's in no doubt about it. But I, I I came in here this morning to set up all of the stuff, and I'm the only person here. And I hear a um, I hear a female says hello. John texted us that he heard that, and, and so I grabbed this recorder that's still running, and I started I started because I, at first I thought it was Tamara, just what I thought, and then I thought, wait a minute, I just watched her drive off. So I'm here by myself while this is going on. So there are dogs. Maybe maybe I misheard something there just now. I don't. We'll have and to I, I hear the dogs, but well, no, no, no. I know just now it was the dogs. I'm saying maybe a few minutes ago it was also something that possible. Yeah, we'll have to listen it and see. Sounded like laughter though. Uh, yeah, it sure did. It sounded like a. I thought it was her. It maybe. could have been me. I don't remember laughing. Well, we'll know for sure. Yeah, whenever. we'll listen back. I, you know, so, here more than any other place, we always have EVPs want to jump in and, and jump in at the moment that we're doing something. That's always the case here. You notice that? Yeah, whenever we're talking about. It's kind of like well, the Charlie Chaplin one we got here. That, that's the most amazing thing I've ever heard from out of here was that Charlie Chaplin one. What was it? We it were was talking after, about. Go ahead. Well, no, I was just going to. We was after. We were kind of doing a review of our, our overnight investigation that we did here. And we were trying to think of, the, you know, the, we were trying to explain to each other which room we were referring to or something. And we mentioned Charlie Chaplin and we got a male voice who come on and said a full sentence that said, oh, I remember him. Wasn't yeah. that what it said? <laughs> something like that. Yeah. I, yeah, I remember him or I knew him. Something like that. Yeah. Either way, it was a full you sentence. Haven't heard, you didn't hear that? I don't remember that one. How did... Yeah, it, it, yeah, that was one of the best. That's what I'm saying. If, if you know if these recorders we have scattered around today, if we catch something like that, we need to make sure we bring well, that out. Very, because it was very clear. It was yeah, that one freaked me out because it was so clear and obviously none of us. Uh, it was a completely and different voice responding directly to something we had said too. Yeah, like an intelligent style versus the residual that we were talking about earlier. We get a lot more of that here that we catch on the podcast. It's always, you know, when when something said um, a couple a uh, couple of weeks ago, I and I will I will argue it. It comes on something I believe wholeheartedly. Says Tyler. Yeah, you sent that one around. Um, I, I I heard it. I heard what it sounded like Tyler to me too. I don't know why that would be, but that's because I'm awesome. <laughs> maybe it's weird that. They're like conscious and aware of what we're talking about. We have a few here that know what's going on. It's not all residual here. Oh, no, no, not yeah, here. We have some intelligent ones. For sure. I mean, we've already proven that with the with the best EVP, EVP we ever caught out of here. You know, that Charlie Chaplin response. That, that That's proof positive, you know, that it wasn't just and a residual. One of the, uh, the male voices that we've got sounds a lot like the male voice that we caught down in the tunnel down there so i don't know if that would be the boots guy and he's making his way around here or i don't know he better not <laughs> just saying it sure sounded like him he's not supposed to be up here just stay downstairs you know i don't know so so yeah uh the one thing i was going to mention is that i am i've been working on the website forever i haven't published it yet because i keep tweaking but one of the things that i'm doing is i'm moving everything all of our audio from that external website onto the main site and I'm kind of starting from the front and working backwards. So I'm starting by building a page for the Buffalo investigation that we did. 
So it's not up yet, but it will be soon. Our website is mwghosthunters.com, and it will be up soon. The goal was to have it up by September 1st. Where I think that's still doable. But that is the first page that I've been working on from the investigations, you know, pages, kind of starting with the new and working backwards, hopefully eventually getting it all on there, because now we can embed all that audio right on our site. Whereas before, we had a certain amount of bandwidth, and we had to, you know, link to an external site. We don't have to do that anymore. So that'll be up soon. Uh, I don't really have, you know, any... We can break, you know, for this week if we want. We'll come back next week and talk a little more. I did want to mention... Uh, the last thing is, if anybody needs to get in touch with us, you can email us, contact at mwghosthunters.com, and we will get back with you right away. And we'll be back soon with another episode of Midwest Ghost Hunters Dark Matter Podcast. Ooh.